Carney Show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome John Carney. John, come on. Oh, no. No. Don't get up. Don't get up. It is not necessary. Now, you may have learned that in Fleur de Lis or one of those other etiquette classes. They made us take as teenagers. Mine was called Pretty as a Picture. It's casual. There's Fleur de Lis and there was one other one that I... League? League. Yeah. I was always threatened with that. And I'm like, what? I'm going to a dead concert in Indianapolis, Dad. I can't be bothered. Uh, Okay, look. They still do it. Do they really? Uh Can we send adults? Maybe. I might need to. I don't see my boys going through. I made all my kids do it. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I'll, I'll I don't know if dig into that in a while. I'm curious. Um, sorry. Um, got to the wood, into the woods pretty early. The show. The oh, yeah. Show. Jim Cannelan is going to tackle some law stories, and we got some good ones. And speaking of law stories, Hunter Biden making a public appearance in court and making a public exit from court neither expected is that considered court i mean when he shows up at the well it's a hearing at the hearing i I guess yeah i assume so um so abc's following that we will follow them elevator today i know and max said it's a tough one oh the toughest put your thinking cap on not to scare you though we got good stuff up for grabs we got a schmooze on the program, too. And I read today in the news that 2024 is the 60th anniversary of Provel Cheese. Wow. It was the year that the Cardinals won the World Series in their last game at Sportsman Park, and the arch was still in the process of being built. So happy birthday, Provel. Uh, we love Provel around here. We well, do. most of us do. I mean, the three of us, I think we do enjoy that on a pizza. In doses, yeah. In doses. Okay. Yeah. But uh, we're going to help with that 60th celebration with a special guest tomorrow. We are. Okay. And that guest is uh, Adam Schwarden, the representative who's pushing the bill to make uh, Provel the... State cheese. Yes. You know, other than Wisconsin, I don't know if anybody else has a state cheese. But Provel will be ours if it gets through the chambers. Uh, Okay, let's go. Max, why don't you get us? Yes. What you been doing? Account for my time. Let's see. Well, I was supposed to go see a movie screening last night, but the weather was so... Frightful, frightful, and uh, snowy, and I just thought, you know, I've already got a show this week. I'm just going to skip it, so I did. So I didn't go see the musical version of Mean Girls. So I'm sure that Tom O'Keefe will have a, a wonderful review of that uh, this Friday. Uh, instead, stayed home, and and Oscar's looking for a new show to watch, and he keeps saying that he wants to. You know, he's going to be 13 in March, so he wants to start kind of expanding his horizons, and he says, I want to watch something kind of kind of edgy, something kind of, you know, kind of wrong, you know? And so Kate, <laughs> Katie and I are trying to figure out what that could be for a, for a 12-year-old. And Breaking so I, bad. I said, what about uh, Faulty Towers? Because I love Faulty Towers. It's John Cleese's show uh, post uh, Monty Python. 
So we're telling him about it. He's this awful hotel owner, and he's just an awful person, and nothing works out for him. And he's like, okay, let, let's watch it. So last night, put in the first episode because I've got the DVD set. And, uh, boy, I've never seen him sit there so stone-faced. And Katie and I are cracking up, and it is, it's extremely funny, and he is just like, so when the show is over, he goes, that was a waste of time. Oh. So I told I had him, so much hope for the kid. So I, I told him, I said, you know what? In a couple of years, I said, maybe the British humor is too uh, subtle. I mean, I don't know. But he, he did not care for it at all. So that was a swing and a miss uh, for us. We won't be watching. Colton I think Towers Breaking Bad is like probably more what he's thinking. Like yeah, something. But we're, not, but we're not watching Breaking Bad. With, with your kid. My God. No. no. Or no. Sopranos. Oh, yeah. But you can't watch that either. With what your... about one of those CSIs? He's only he's only going to be thirteen. We're not going to. I mean, I want He wants something kind of like. He's curious about Family Guy and South Park and all oh. these animated things. But I mean, those are R-rated shows. Yeah. Oh, know? but they're funny. Well, I know, but not for a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you know you're what? probably right. There's a lot of sexual humor and a lot of. I wouldn't humor. watch it with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not e- going to be okay with him watching. Even if he did jump on the Faulty Towers bandwagon. You only got 12 episodes or 13 episodes to deal with. The prospect so. of watching even a second episode was just off the oh. table last night. And uh, it's too bad because there's so many great ones. The Germans and Waldorf Salad. Don't mention there's, the war. Yeah, there's so many great ones, and we didn't get to any of those. And oh. so it's ah, it was just heartbreaking because he's yeah. sitting there stone-faced. I feel, 84126, yeah. what is something that is edgy but not too edgy? And I don't know if that exists. The McGraw show. Well, of course, but that's listening. We're talking about watching. Ah. So I tried to pythonicize my boys as well. Didn't stick. We did Holy Grail, and he thought the Black Knight was funny, and then crickets. I even took him to John Cleese at the factory. Man, the first time I saw Holy Grail, I was crying, laughing. I didn't know a movie could be that funny. The Can he watch The Breakfast that. Club or? But I think he'd be bored. Well, I mean, it's just you turn it off if he's that bored. <laughs> it's not that big of a commitment. Yeah, never know. Well, I, but... I really thought Faulty Towers was going to be a slam dunk. And, yeah, you know, he's going off on Manuel, and he's just, and there's so many great moments. It is the best. And he just stone faced the whole time. So my evening was a swing and a miss. 84126 on the Michaels Bath text line from Parenting the 314. Saying Monty Python's Flying Circus. See, I think if he's not into that, he's not going to. It's just, it's not his genre. Yeah. Well, good try anyway. Jules, fill me in. I feel really ancient because I I went to the doctor yesterday and everything was good. And I had every excuse with the weather. I was like, oh, it's icky weather. And I said to these two guys that I work with, I'm like, I don't think I should go to the doctor for my annual checkup. It's the weather's bad. They're like, just and especially Max said, just get it over with. But they both said go, so I followed their advice. I am shocked that you went. Honestly, I am too because I didn't go to my movie screening because of the weather, and I thought to myself, "There's no way that Julie went to the doc." So I I'm, did. I'm proud of you. And this, thank you. And there's something that I had to admit to the doctor that I just I had to get this done because, and I hate to even admit it on the radio, but my hip hurts. Okay, I mean I feel so old saying that. And it turns out I have something called bursitis. Carney, do you have that? Yes, I Okay. Do. All right. Well, anyway, they started me on some steroids, so I'm here to 
pump you up today. So what are you bench pressing now? Uh, we'll see after the show. I'm going to be over there just... <gasps> Don't mess with chills. That's right. So when you got home from the doctor, anything uh, fun happened? Uh, no. In fact, I was telling my husband, I, this is an extremely boring time of year where all we do is pay bills. And then I was asking my uh, my brother and my sister-in-law, do you guys want a date night out? I need to be with the little boys to do just have something to do. It's kind of a ugh, time of year. So today I'm going to go out to the Abbey, the marketplace at the Abbey, and do a little post-holiday shopping and see my friends out there. So that's the plan. Try that Mexican place right around the corner. Maybe I'll take Carol there tonight. Go in there and get a taca. A taca? And it's uh, also a Mexican market, so there's a lot of foods you can purchase that are like, what is that? Great suggestion that? on the text line. I love it. How about, Max, Stranger Things? So we have tried. That's so funny that you would bring that up because it's in the news right now that they're, they've are they just started filming the final season, which is season five. Years ago when this thing first came out, my wife and I watched the first two seasons, and then we kind of just life got away from us. And through, for no good reason, we didn't watch the last two, which are apparently are, are, are pretty good. So we that was something that Katie pitched to Oscar last night. She said, well, what about Stranger Things? It's got that Millie Bobby Brown in it, thinking that might be a hook yeah. for Oscar. And Oscar goes, eh, she's mid. What does that mean? Exactly. She's, like, not attractive, I not, not attractive. mid means, middle? like, meh or middle. Average. And, and I didn't know this, and so the, I'm, I'm learning Google the it. new slang from my tween. See? L-O-L. Yeah, I know. So he goes, eh, she's mid. She's mid. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, too. But I do think Stranger Things is a great suggestion because it's about young kids. It's kind of scary, kind of edgy. I do think we might give that one a shot. But I think he was looking for comedies, which is why I thought Faulty Towers was slam dunk. But. All right. I, I will get to mine after a break so we don't fall too far behind. You, John. I'm proud of you, John Connor. You're not mid today. Man, I'm proud of both of you. This uh, is great. This We're is great. Mid. We're not mid. Uh, and as we head there, I recommend, as I always do, coming out to our neck of the woods, out in St. Charles, because so very much is going on. And I've noticed that they're throwing up a lot more hotels, too, and places to stay. And certainly next month, around the 24th, no, on the 24th, one reason to come out to St. Charles is to come to Carnival, which will be at the Ameristar Ballroom and the Ameristar, of course, across the river in St. Charles. The streets, I can't keep up with the new businesses from... Hotels to theaters to massage luxes to taco places. Uh, they even have a first watch out there if you're looking for a St. Charles breakfast. Um, so that's all covered. And, and Main Street is uh, wildly busy as well. Even though it's the slow time of year, they apparently didn't get the memo. Uh, you want to find a reason to come out to St. Charles? And you will. Go to discoverstcharles.com. Show. Welcome back. Julie and Max here, too. It's kind of hanging out with you, trying to stay warm. That's really the the new 
priority. <laughs> it's cold Three. now. Wait till this weekend when it's eight for the high. I actually threw out some some ice melting stuff today for the first time on my steps because I didn't want to take a take a header, you know. No. But I was the only one. I looked down my block. Nobody else had treated their sidewalks. But I did because I fall down a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you get up again. Sometimes. Uh, all right. My time. Here's what I did. Uh, last night we had a Carney's Kids board meeting and got some great auction items. And one of the things we did was we bought a pair of tickets to Sting and Billy Joel. Good call. Some good seats. Um, and I think our investment's going to more than pay off because by the end of February, there probably won't be any seats. We're hoping. So. And that's going to be in September at Bush Stadium, that yeah. show. And we've got some uh, hotel donations, too. We're going to put some packages together. Oh, with dinner in a hotel, and everybody's coming through from LHM and Olive and Oak giving me a wine dinner for six, and, I mean, they're all coming through. Money. Yep. Kristen Carver, by the way, used to work here, who's now with St. Louis SC. I've been bothering her the last 24 hours. Sorry, Kristen. She uh, just texted me minutes ago, a pair of tickets to a game. Their home opener is the night of the party. I said, so obviously not that night, but any other game. So they're doing that. It's taking shape. Yeah, that's great. And as of last night, about 45 tickets left. So if you want to go, and people always wait till the last minute, call me, and there's nothing I can do. I have nothing to do with the ticket sales and number of seats. And that you know, 375 fills the room. Uh, Carneyskids.org. Don't wait. Uh, after the meeting, on the way home, I called the boys to see if they did their chores, any of their chores, which, of course, they hadn't yet. They said, but, Dad, we're hungry. Will you stop and get us something? Well, Mom's on... A healthy kick and making well, it's the, January, yeah. Making the granola balls. Oh, she does this like once a quarter. She know. does, uh, and God bless her for it. She wants us to be uh, healthy. So, she's been making very lean meals. So the boys said, "Can you grab something to eat?" I said, "Do your chores, and I will." And I came home with large. Lion's Choice sandwiches for all of them. Both of them? Yeah. I didn't know if there was one I didn't know about. Liam had two. Oh. John John had one. I didn't have any. Um, Mom found the bag when she Uh got home. And boy, I got a glare. Well, I can only describe it as looking like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Just those beady eyes looking at me. So I might I might be in trouble. We like to call it being in trubs. Yeah. Now I went to bed. Then I went to bed. So I went to bed grounded. So you're not supposed to have lion's choice or fast food? Is that what it is? Yeah, pretty much fast food. Got it. 
uh, instead. Well, in your defense, not only did you not have any, but Lion's Choice is one of the healthier fast food options. I, you know, I would agree with that, and it's meat candy. That's what I call it. I love it. Or if you just got turkey, they have really good turkey. It would be a little bit more lean. Yeah, I think it was just. But the, don't get the ginormous thing with the dip and all that. Yeah, and she's giving me a hard time for spending money. Money. On fast food. And I reminded her, uh, you set up the trip to Dallas with the Cowboys in Minneapolis for the Lakers game. And who bought the lobster claws or the crab claws? I did. Mm. And 175 bucks to get your hair done. You, I can't win an argument with her. Whatever yeah. it is, I just know. The tit for tat never works. No, not at all. Hey, so I mentioned Aaron Rodgers and... A tennis match is on between Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure you know it. It's like trying to watch a Chiefs game and not see Taylor Swift. So it starts with Aaron Rodgers suggesting on a podcast that maybe Jimmy Kimmel's name is on Epstein's list. He said that there are a lot of people, a lot of celebrities, who are not looking forward to the list coming out, including Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, so, so that's inferred, the phrasing. Inferred right. reference. Right. Uh, Kimmel then went on to uh, defend himself and maybe even a little attack on his monologue the other night. And yes, For eight minutes. Yesterday was the first day that Aaron Rodgers had an opportunity to publicly respond. And he was on, I don't know the guy's podcast, but... Pat McAfee. Thank you very it's much. the same podcast he was on before. And yeah, Jimmy Kimmel went off on him for eight minutes. It was yeah. a huge attack on his intelligence. Now he was dumb. And the only A's he got at his community college was were in his name. Yeah. And, and he I, really went off on him. I think, uh, <laughs> I think he could have just focused on the man bun. Drop the mic. That's yeah. enough. It looks ridiculous. Want to know what Aaron Rodgers said? Well, guess what? We got it for you. Put enough, even though you think I'm an idiot and you made a lot of comments about my intelligence, but I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero evidence, uh, concrete evidence. It, that's ridiculous. Aaron. Oh. Stupid enough. Mm. He said stupid enough. Hopefully the war is over between the two of them. And unless so he's saying that he didn't ever accuse him of being was, a pedophile, he was just saying he wasn't looking forward to the list coming out, which is Carney points out. He's inferring that. I mean, you can you can dance around with the words, but I would imagine that they've all spoken to lawyer or at least I would think Aaron Rodgers probably spoke to his lawyer. Right. Or do you think he doesn't have? No, I don't the think sense to get involved. No, I don't think that he thinks this is a big deal at all. Mm. Anyway, I think it's very exciting. <laughs> There's not much else going on in January, so... If he didn't, if he wasn't calling Kimmel a pedophile, then what was the point of what he said? That he wasn't looking forward to the list coming out. Why? You got me. Yeah, I think, and that name came out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth because he was already annoyed with Aaron Rodgers because he's been the punchline of a lot of Kimmel's monologues. So... You got to be, if you can dish it out, you got to be able to take it. And I know that, you know, I I know. I can't. A lot of people that like to really call people out don't like it when it comes back to them. They don't let it roll off their back. No, we don't. (laughs) No, we don't.
No, we don't. Um, well, if you do have New Year's resolutions, going to get healthy, um, this is going to absolutely destroy your plans. Sorry. You're going to find out somehow because you go to the grocery store. They are rolling out a popcorn that not only has the popcorn in it, but crunched up nutter butters in the popcorn, and then they drizzle it with peanut butter. Mm. I'm a dead man. What's funny, though, it says only 150 calories per serving. And a serving is like less than a handful. Five servings per bag, by the way. It's six bucks. Deerberg's has it. Yeah, I thought that's the end of me. Don't do it. I I love Nutter Butters. I know. Then just have one Nutter Butter once in a while. I don't know if I've ever had one. Uh, What? I I had a coconut cream pie at a restaurant that's actually not around anymore, Scape, down in the West End. Oh, yeah. Coconut cream pie where the chef made the crust from crunched up Nutter Butters. And it was... A spiritual experience. Holy I, nutter butters. I don't know if I know what one is. Uh, How would you it describe it? It looks like it? a peanut shell. It's a peanut-shaped cookie, like an Oreo with... Are they like the pink ones, like circus peanuts? No, no, those no, no, no. no. Those are awful. It's just all peanut butter. It's like a peanut butter Oreo all the way around. Right. Huh. But shaped it looks like, like a peanut. Shaped like a peanut. Exactly. Do they still make them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very popular. Now you can get them in popcorn. Are you going to ask us what a snickerdoodle is next? Well, no, I know what that is. I, I've, I've made snickerdoodle cookies. Uh, You're out of control. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a little Debbie product. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen these. All right. Weird. Well, Julie had her Big Mac. I think you need to have another butter Max. I didn't eat okay. the whole Big Mac, did I? No. I ate like a bite. Maybe two bites. And if you had, I imagine you'd walk into Dr. Walsh's office blushing and feeling ashamed. She would never make me feel ashamed. In fact, I was just talking to Jennifer Williams today from St. Louis Closet Co. She also uh, is seeing Dr. Allison Walsh. Everybody I know is pretty much seeing Dr. Allison Walsh right now. At this point in my life, 50 plus, you want to feel better and know what's going on with your hormones, with your sleep disturbances, with the night sweats, and with the weight gain and not being able to shake a few pounds. That You know, back in the day, you just took a couple days and you did a couple extra minutes on the treadmill and the weight just fell off. Well, not necessarily the case anymore. You want to reload your toolbox so that you have everything needed to make sure that you are feeling good and you're the appropriate weight for all of your uh, joints and bones and you just want to overall get good sleep and not have night sweats anymore, go see Dr. Allison Walsh. She's an OBGYN, but she also has Women's Lifestyle Solutions right off of Ballast Road in the Crevecore area. She will do telehealth. She can help you get involved with a semi-glutide, which is the shot like an Ozempic or um, one of those to to get you on the road to losing weight. And this is not a magic bullet in that you still have to kind of look at your diet with her, and she will go through all of that with you and make sure that you're getting your protein in, drinking your water, getting 
um, the vitamin D, because that's the other thing, too, is that we walk around, and who knows, with winters like this, and you might be super low on vitamin D, and that can change how you feel. She will look at all of your blood work and assess the situation from head to toe and then help you address the problem areas. I cannot recommend her enough. She has helped me lose weight. She's helped me with sleep disturbances and hormone balancing. And I really want you to call her to get yourself feeling like you. 314-919-9989. That's 314-919-9989. Or go to stlwomenslifestylesolutions.com for Dr. Allison Walsh. All things legal. It's our Johnny Law segment brought to you by Brown and Crouppen. Jim Canlin, please approach the bench. Here, your honor, ready to go. All right. So be it. Court is in session. Um, I don't know, Jules, where do you want to start? I want to start with that insane video out of Las Vegas from last week where the defendant jumped over the desk, and we discussed it a little bit, uh, and and attacked the judge in an extremely violent manner. And now the defendant who attacked the judge faces her again in Las Vegas. But this time they have wrapped the guy's hands up, tied him behind his back, and they've put a spit mask over it's him. It's crazy. Because they don't know what he's capable of doing. They added an attempted murder charge oh, they to did. this. Okay. They did. And, and Carney's question was, Was isn't this a conflict of interest to appear before the same judge? Right. right. That's your question. Yeah. Well, then you okay, just have so. people attacking judges and saying, now I don't have to have you. Here come the judge. Anyway. Well, no, really, it, it is a good question, and you got to split it up. So you know, that guy did appear again in front of that same judge in Las Vegas since this incident. But that was to complete the sentencing that he was there for. So he was there in front of the judge to be sentenced. He then attacked her, so they were never able to really complete that that event. So what they did is they brought him back, and that's all she did in this last court appearance was to complete the sentencing. Now, what you're asking is, what about a conflict of interest? Well, there is there are going to be new charges. And on those new charges, that that is going to go to a different judge because you're right. She she's actually a, you know, she was the victim in this new criminal matter. So she will not be the judge for these new charges. She just finished up what she was there to do originally. And he, when he appeared in court yesterday, another thing I saw besides the attempted murder charge, or in addition, they called it. Attempted murder against an older person. Is that really a thing, or is it just attempted murder of anybody? Well, and and now you're talking about the law out in uh, Las Vegas. It's our legal segment. Yeah, we don't really have uh, anything that enhances a charge because of the age, but apparently they do, so I guess they're enhancing the charge. Maybe it goes from a class you know, C felony to a class, you know, B felony because of the age. Um, that's not something we have here in Missouri. Um, you know, and she was only, I think, 62 years old. So really, I don't know that 
you know, is that so old that you need to enhance the charges? I don't I know. I think she'd be offended. <laughs> I think so, too. I, 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 I love what Jim brought up, that she can't actually act as her own judge in this case because she was the victim. That's something I hadn't thought of. And once again, I have to give my hats off to John Carney. It's oh, impressing me today that. with these good questions. Uh, here's one. another good one about swatting. We first heard about this a few years ago when the Kardashians and other celebrities were getting swatted. Uh, first of all, let's talk about what it is, and then I want to hear what the consequences are for making a prank call to emergency well, because services. because our local uh, uh, Jay Ashcroft, he, right. he, he, he and his family were swatted. Apparently, they told the cops that he had murdered his wife and his kids so the oh. cops yeah so the cops go there thinking what situation are we walking into right. it's an awful thing to have happened indeed you know it is an awful thing and i will tell you just for any uh, any of your listeners it is against the law to do this swatting and what, so what swatting is is it's totally a you call it they call it a prank but i mean this is a lot more than a prank this is you know in essence fraud you are you are filing you are at least making a false report. So in Missouri, making a false report is a Class B misdemeanor. So they don't want you to do it. You know, you should not do it. And it's very, very, very dangerous. All right. So, you know, you can imagine there are there are in absolute cases where this has gone wrong and people have end up, ended up getting shot by mistake. So, you know, somebody bangs on your door or breaks your door down in the middle of the night, you wake up, you, you know, I mean, I know you should be thinking clearly, but I don't think in an emergency situation like that, everyone thinks clearly. So some people react poorly. Maybe they pull out a gun, a weapon, Mm. because they think, you know, somebody's breaking into their house and, you know, things can go really, really, really bad there. Really fast. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, th- this should not be happening. It is happening. But, you know, we're talking about it because it's happening to some politicians. And so now it's getting some, you know, in essence, everybody wants to report on it. But it can happen just to the, you know, to, to the, let's say, the non-politicians out there. You know, you're mad at somebody or you think it's going to be funny, so you call the police. Well, this is not funny. And so I, I strongly, strongly recommend people don't do this. I ordered a dozen pizzas for a neighbor to eat. Sometime. I wouldn't even do that anymore. People it was a are, while ago. People yeah. are so volatile. That's actually how it started. It was live streaming and, and, and video game players, and they would watch live streams, and kids would order pizzas to watch it happen on the stream. And then somebody took it to the next level and called the cops, and it came from the video game world, and now it's... Those gamers. Yeah, and Ju- Julie's favorite. There weren't video games when I did that. So I, I think I was, you know, kind of a pioneer. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me throw one in here. Uh, in California, they now have a law that driverless cars, and yeah, they're out there. I've yet to see one, but they're out there. Driverless cars cannot be ticketed in the state of California. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem fair. Somebody owns that car, and you're going to let it loose by itself on the roads. You should be responsible. Totally agree. And this is an example of the laws not keeping up with technology, at least in California. And the reason I want to point that out is right now, if these manufacturers want to test their driverless cars, they're not allowed to do that without getting permission. So what you're seeing in California is they are testing this out in San Francisco. 
There's other places they're doing it, but in, in your example of San Francisco, well, they authorize these companies to test their vehicles, their driverless vehicles, but they didn't do anything. They didn't update the law. So, for example, it's also being tested in Texas and Arizona, but in Texas and Arizona, they updated the law to say, okay, there's nobody in there. The registered owner of the vehicle gets the ticket. So that's at least some, you know, some accountability. And speaking of that, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, maybe two months ago. And I, for me, for the first time, I did see those driverless cars. They are out there and it, you know, they're well marked, but you know, it's a little, it's a little unusual. Maybe it'll be common, but I think what scares me is that you have tractor trailer companies also testing their over the road tractor trailers. Yes. Someday I think they're the game plan is to have these uh, driverless trucks right now. They still have a driver in there. So that's the, that's the safety. But it does sound scary that you're going to have these vehicles completely driverless and, you know, who, who is responsible. And so the responsibility can either be the owner or if there's another failure, maybe it's the product manufacturer. So if you have a mm-hmm. Tesla that's out there being driven and there's a product defect then you, in, and someone's killed or injured, you would go against the product manufacturer. I saw a Tesla light its eyes up at me in the garage here at Westport the other day, and I didn't see a human being around, and I thought, I'm just going to stop and let this car do whatever it wants to do. I don't want to get but into that, an interaction. But that makes sense. If I buy an autonomous car and it's supposed to work and it doesn't, then that's on the company who gave me the car, right? It's not my fault. I and if it cuts you off, who do you yell at, you know? Well, it, it depends. If it cuts you off, I, I mean, right now at a minimum, the owner has to have some accountability. Now the owner's defense might be, wait a minute, you know, the vehicle was programmed poorly, but then it becomes a products case and a, a case against the manufacturer. So over the weekend, uh, we heard uh, and read about a horrible story uh, about a woman and a group of people stealing a bunch of very high-end bags worth over $30,000 from Plaza Frontenac, and we really don't hear that much about it and if they're going to do anything about it or who would charge somebody in this case. Are, are, it, there's a couple of things that's happening. You're seeing these um, flash mobs who are doing, you know, going in and, and just stealing, going in the uh, retail stores and just stealing. That is a real dangerous mm. and uh, a bad situation because really there's no stopping it. You know, there's, there's too many of them. And in fact, these stores, you know, they have a lot of security training, but they're really being taught and told not to interact with the potential suspect. They're telling them, let them go. I mean, the worst case scenario, they steal the purse. Okay. And I know it's $30,000. That's obviously <laughs> just so, you know, I don't have a purse, but my wallet is not worth $30,000. Um, but uh, so I don't know that they're, they're allowing them to go in, and the theory is let them take the product. We'll catch them later on, maybe. Um, but don't interact with them because that's an example of things can go wrong. You know, that also now it goes from stealing the purse to pulling out a gun and shooting the person mm. who's trying to stop them. So, the, you know, I guess society has decided that we don't want to stop that. We, we would let, rather have you do that than to escalate it from property damage or property theft to now 
we're having people shooting each other and, you know, somebody getting killed or injured. So what's happening in Frontenac? You know, I, I guess I do have a wish that they do catch these people and prosecute them. Will they? I don't know. I think they, a lot of them just say it's shrinkage and, and they move on. But, you know, that doesn't get at this. Then there's no deterrent. So you have to have some deterrent, some way to keep people from doing this. But this is a big problem. You've all seen it on TV. And when it happens, there's really nothing the law enforcement, they're, they're able to do. Right. And as recently as last week, we saw some employees get fired for trying to chase a perp out of the store who was stealing. So tough one there. But Jim Kalen, you nailed it on every front and answered a lot of our questions. We appreciate it, and we will do it again. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. All you right, too. Buddy. See you later. I'm really worried about those purses, aren't you? I am worried. Surprised Where they, are the purses? I'm surprised they haven't called Asking you. Asking for and a said, friend. Hey, Julie, can you, we have some of your purses? Because we're a little low on stock right now. KTR St. Louis, it's 1 o'clock. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. A debate erupted at the Oversight Committee today. Show Hell Elevator. Brought to you by Music Go Round. St. Charles. Call 314-931-5877 to join us. All right. You know the drill. We got prizes, but it ain't that easy. We turned to Spanky from the band Broken Jukebox and said, hey, take some great songs and make them not so great. And he did with his Casio. And it's been very difficult sometimes for people to figure out what the tune is. Sometimes, not so much. Yeah, I think we had Crosby, Stills, and Nash last week, and people got it right away. Right away. Even right Julie away. knew that one. Mm-hmm. And it's brought to you by Music Around in St. Charles. And, man, do they have stuff. And I got to go back again today. I was just there buying strings. Now I got to buy more strings. Apparently, the boys are playing the guitars with steak knives up in their rooms. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, back for that. Sounds like you're starting an orchestra. Usually when I go into music around to get something like strings or pick up some more picks or or something very minimal, I I come out with either a keyboard or another guitar or a PA. It's really kind of a sickness. I don't even have a band. I just like instruments all over the house. And maybe you're that way. Maybe you're not. Maybe you have instruments all over the house. And you want to get rid of them and turn that into money. 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 Uh, So have a look-see what they've got out there in St. Charles. Regency Plaza are right there at 70 and Zumbel exit next to Walmart. You'll see them pop in, say hello, music around in St. Charles. All right, maestro. Well, let's give the number so people can play our game and find out exactly what we're going to win. Here's the number. 314-931-5877. This is not a text game. It is a phone call game where you can win good stuff like this. That's right. Uh, Today's winner will receive a gift card to Clara B's Kitchen Table and a gift card to Commonwealth. We're giving you two restaurant gift cards because this one is a little tough. So call now, 314-931-5877, if you know the name of this song and... And the artist. The artist.
Wow, it sounds like uh, a music box that someone dropped on the floor, and it's not exactly like a creepy one properly. Nope. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. We do have people who want to try to guess. Already, line three, you're on the air. What's your guess? My guess is Metallica one. I am shocked. You got it exactly right. Wow. Wow. Very nice job. Now, who Dude. is this? Dude, what's up? Who is this? What's your name? My name is John Eaton. And, John, are you a giant Metallica fan? Uh, I, I'm kind of a giant everything fan except country. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you're man's, just a music guy. Man's got to know his limitations for sure. <laughs> And you probably had a field day a couple of weeks ago when Metallica came to town and they did some related events like a pop-up restaurant. They had a meet and greet. They had a book signing. Played uh-huh. a couple of nights. Were you in on all that? No, I wasn't. I was I was working and kind of missed all that. But that was actually that was actually pretty easy to be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I. Didn't have a clue. Yeah, I, I was looking at John and Julie, and their their faces were very blank during that. So I had nothing. Well, Johnny, yeah. hang on a second, because we're going to uh, fill you in on get your stuff. Congratulations. Yeah, stand by. Uh, hey, thanks, man. You guys are good. Thank you. Thank you. And we're good. They're yeah, good. doing the sucking hey. up after yeah. he already secured Throw the Throw a little something extra in there for him, I, I'm just surprised. I really thought when I, I previewed this last week with uh, with Pat White, who puts all this stuff together, and I thought there's no way the Carney Show audience is going to know this. And and the first call we get, oh, yeah, that's Metallica, one. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I'm not sure I ever heard that song by Metallica either. Not really my... GM. Sure, but it was a giant hit. Should we play know, the mashup? It, it's kind of the way that Oscar looks at Faulty Towers. Yes, this is actually the best part of the whole thing in the elevator brought to you by Music Around in St. Charles. It's Max's mashup. show for Wednesday. Max and Julie here too, and you are, and uh, you know, that's good. Keeps us employed. Appreciate it. Uh, As I mentioned at the top of the show, it is the um, 60th anniversary this year of Provel Cheese. 
And so there's a bill going through the House right now to make it the official cheese of Missouri. And the uh, politician who is pushing for that will be on the show tomorrow. I will ask him about that and probably a few other questions. You know, if he wanted to really push this through, you think he'd bring us some pizzas or something. Yeah. Just you saying, know, with, with would, Provel on it. That that makes perfect sense. Thank you. I wish you would. I hope he's listening. I like sausage. Uh, <laughs> I like just plain old Provel. Straight with, up cheese. Like nothing else. Yeah. I think I told you the story about emos and me, my relationship with them. In the early, early 90s, I got cast in a TV commercial for Emo's Pizza. And I was an opera singer. I'm at home with my wife, but I'm in a tuxedo and my tie. I feel like I've seen this. I don't know why, but I feel like I've seen it. Well, it rained for a while, and the doorbell rings, and I say, Marge, it is Emo's. Um, But we had to film it, I don't like 10, 12 times. They wanted to get different angles, whatever. But in each commercial, I had to take a bite of the pizza. They did ask ahead of time, what kind would you like? And it's sausage and onion, in case Ooh. you're wondering. And by the time we were done shooting, I had eaten the equivalent of about 14 Emo's pizzas. And it was a good seven, eight years before I ever went back to the square beyond compare. Yeah. Just were you supposed to be like Pavarotti or somebody like that? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a I, fat joke? No. Well, I was. I had looked like I ate a couch at that particular point in time, reference to yesterday's show when Julie took a shot over the bow. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, so all that uh, cheesy stuff, we'll uh, talk about it tomorrow. Okay? Okay. Weather the big news all over the country. Uh, Al Roker was showing all kinds of maps and there was diagrams, bright pink, there was blistering white. Uh, Here at home, we're still kind of skirting the the real nasty stuff. They're saying uh, winds are going to pick up later today. Uh, We're going to get more rain, maybe some light snow in the afternoon. Less than an inch probably in the metropolitan area. But another system towards the end of the week sliding in into the weekend. Uh, this system, not pretty. Snow, a lot more cold air on the backside. It'll arrive faster and lead to more significant snow potential. So we might have a truly white weekend. Significant snow potential? Yeah. Is is that a man? You know. Yes. Oh. Yay! I'm stunned. Uh, still faring better than most of the country. Uh, A major storm drenching the northeast, slamming it with fierce winds, has knocked out power to over 400,000 people. Wow. And this coming on the heels of violent weather in the form of snowstorms, tornadoes in other parts of the country, parts of Long Island inundated with coastal flooding. Jersey's got flooded roads, rivers on the rise. Tornadoes in the south, at least three, and a few casualties with that. Uh, And Florida facing the threat of flooding all over. So we've upset Mother Nature. We have. And this is earlier in the year than it normally happens. 
Yeah, and I'm, you know, we're sitting here. Oh, I gotta get an inch of snow. I'll take it. I think it's beautiful, but it it, it does wreak havoc for some. So I don't wish that upon anybody. I made this revelation yesterday, driving home in traffic. It's not that we're not good drivers in the snow or rain. It's that drivers act as if the roads are dry and they're driving their normal 75 miles an hour, not realizing that the roads are slick. That's where the problem is. And I've I've noticed that people in the teeny tiniest little cars. Teeny tiny. Teeny. Yes. When the roads are wet and treacherous. And they zip in and out. My only my only driver advice is this if it's got a joy bumper sticker on it, get out of the way. Exactly. I will move out of the way. I'm like, I don't want any part of an accident. Let's just don't know what it is. No jinxies. Knock on the countertop. Sticker and might as well say student driver. So, uh, speaking of cars, and I I guess I knew this, but I forgot um, that as cold as it is, and most cars now have remote starts on them. Yep. You'll get that going, so it's kind of warm when you get in the car. Do you know that's illegal in the city and the county? I did not know that. Uh, Again, I did, but I forgot. So I dug deep. I had time. Um, Here's the deal. In the city, St. Louis Board of Aldermen approved an ordinance back in 2008 that regulated the idling of every motor vehicle in the city. It specifies no person can idle the engine of a motor vehicle for longer than five minutes in any given hour. That's it. If it's below freezing, they give you 10 minutes. If you're caught, $100 fine Mm. for warming your car up. County, you're not safe either. They've got uh, a deal on the books where it outlaws motor vehicles other than emergency vehicles from idling longer than three minutes. So it's true. You're breaking the law. What would your insurance company say about that? Like if your car was started and somebody somehow figured out how to get into your car that was already running and took your car, would you still be covered? Dun, dun, dun. Can we, it's uh, still theft. Can we call Jim Canlin back? Even if you start your car and leave the door open, right? It's still theft. You can't, somebody can't just but, take your car. But then does that, would that encourage people to, in some cases, might be better off if their car was stolen and replaced? <laughs> I've had one of those. I'm just saying, I mean, I wonder if that would affect coverage yeah and you never know there's a lot of loopholes who do you take it on a driverless car the person that owns and purchased the driverless car great questions for paul kopsky we'll talk to him in about one hour oh Uh, yeah we got the captain from the 314 on the michael's bath text line my truck locks when i do remote start and it shuts off after 10 minutes wow so they're aware of the laws as well I think mine shuts off, too, because I've started the car and then forgot I was leaving, did a few things, came out, and it wasn't running. So I think it does have a limitation, but I had no idea it was legal. 
It's crazy. That is crazy. I have two little sportsy things to share with you today. Sportsy. Sportsy. Um, Aaron Rodgers won't appear on the McAfee show anymore this season. Will he be on Jimmy Kimmel's show? Probably not. And bigger than that, Pete Carroll expected to be out as the Seahawks coach. Why? But, but may remain with the team in a different capacity. This is all breaking news. Any ideas at health or something? I don't know. I love Pete Carroll. And he's a deadhead. He is? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Big time. Um, I've actually seen him at a show. So I printed out some sports stories, too. I didn't know we were heading to the ticker. Well, I, I'm not. I'm just, I, those are just two things that kind of came across here that I thought I'd share. Yeah, we're here. Let's do it. Um, the Blues, uh, 5-1 loss to the Panthers last night. Not good. If there's an upside, Matthew Kachuk, Keith's kid, yeah. right, uh, got his fifth career hat trick. But sadly, That's awesome. not Except on, against the Blues. not on our team. Yeah. Uh, Titans also losing their coach, Mike Vrabel, after six seasons. And having won only six of the past 24 games, buh, bye. Uh, what else? Missouri basketball. Again, not so good there, but no surprise either. It was number six, Kentucky. Final 90 to 77. And for the Chiefs-Dolphin games, who are you rooting, uh, vo- uh, rooting for there, Max? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I mean, why would that even be a question? It was more rhetorical. Yeah, okay. Uh, Chiefs-Dolphins game Saturday, and kickoff 7 p.m. at Arrowhead. And, of course, it's only on Peacock. If you do not have Peacock, you cannot watch the game. We're all going to Max's house. We'll be over, Max. I do have Peacock. You can come over if you want. At game time. Wait. If you just want to tell me where he lives. Flag the tape. Did you hear that? He just invited you over. You think he's going to tell me where he lives? (laughs) You know, because you dropped off soup when I had COVID, Um, like three years ago. Yeah, but I forgot. Okay, good. <laughs> so kickoff Saturday set for 7 o'clock. On the weather front, at kickoff time, the temperature is expected to be zero. Mm-hmm. So my grown sons were talking yesterday saying that a friend of theirs who lives in Kansas City Uh-oh. texted them and said, we should all go to the game. You can get tickets because of the temperature for just $80 at Arrowhead for this playoff It's a beautiful location. Tay-Tay is going to be there. But, hello, I said, but you understand, like, I'm like, well, then go outside right now Mm -hmm. and stand there. I would go. And then reduce it down to 8 degrees. You should then if you really would go for that. I saw the Dolphins beat the Chiefs at a preseason game at Arrowhead. Arrowhead, and it was a it was a wonderful game. So. How cold was it? Ah, uh, it was preseason, so it wasn't that. It was like August. Yeah, it's fine. they say uh, it'll be zero, and they didn't even figure in the windshield. They said with that, it's going to be well below zero. So you probably can actually. They're right. You can probably get a decently priced ticket. It's just, do you want pneumonia? I mean, well, I no, don't know. You got to get a hotel room, and you got to drive the ten hours. It's a whole thing. It's like eight hours, four hours there, four hours back. You could, you could do it. And what are they charged for treating frostbite at urgent care? I mean, there's a lot of numbers here. Well, that's true. Now, if you could mm. go and sit with Tay Tay in the comfy, warm suite, yeah, that's I'm, another story. I'm sure she'll have a cute little sweater on too. Oh, I'm sure she will. Yeah.
<laughs> I am sure she will. Um, let's see a few other things. To, I I don't believe this is still a story. It was it was a long time ago, 1996, when Tupac was shot and killed with I believe Biggie Smalls. Um, they have just set bail for an L.A. gang leader who's been charged with orchestrating that killing. It was 1996. But on it goes, Dwayne Kef D. Davis is the guy. And I'm sure he's he's got the, the bail money. But uh, there you go. We didn't know that until last year. It was a... It was a, a question. A huge unsolved mystery for, you know, 20 some years. I wonder what broke the case. And was Keith Morrison there? Uh, speaking like of Tupac. speaking of sports, uh, I have a reminder here that we are doing another Cardinals winter warm-up giveaway no. today. Yes, I just got the go-ahead. No. And so I'll be giving you guys the official script soon. But yes, on today's show, we're doing another Cardinals winter warm-up giveaway. Oh. Okay. How cool is that? Well, with that news, I'm going to need a minute, Max. So can we just take a break and collect ourselves? I don't think I'm still playing Whamageddon, so it's okay to hear that song. But I did manage to successfully dodge Wham's Christmas song. Most of the time, there were a few close calls, but uh, I made it. I know you were worried about me. We were all worried about yeah, you. I Pardon. don't think you made it a single day because you would reset every day. Oh, I lost today, and then you just reset it. <laughs> so? Okay. His game, his rules. I guess. Yeah. Would you call that cheating? Maybe. There's no prize. There's no prize. Um, ahead, going to check in with Johnny Londoff. Uh, we got a schmooze, and from ABC, we're going to talk to a couple of folks, Royal Oaks, on Hunter's brief, brief, brief appearance. And exit. At a hearing, yeah. And, uh, and I'm sure it's just coincidental that Marjorie Taylor Greene was about to speak as he ran out of the room. Did you see the video of her going, oh, it's Hunter, and everyone's like, turns their head? Yeah. It- it is political theater at its best. At its best. Or worse. And Mike Dubusky, too, is covering the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, which got underway yesterday and runs through tomorrow. He's in the midst of it. We'll uh, check in and see what's turning heads and what creations are absolutely ridiculous. Because they have those, two. It's going to be cold in St. Louis this weekend. If you want to warm up, do it at Bush Stadium at the Cardinals Winter Warm-Up mm. at Ballpark Village and at Bush Stadium. So many fun activities, autograph sessions, and you want to go for free? Well, then I would have you call us now. Here's the number. Is it this weekend? Yeah, 314-931-5877. That's 314-931-5877. You don't want to miss the annual Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up coming to Bush Stadium and Ballpark Village this weekend. Call in now to win a pair of three-day admission tickets. Yeah, how about we select the 10th caller? All right. Uh, for full event details, you can look on the website and get more tickets there. 
visit cardinals.com slash WWU. Winter warm up. 314-931-5877. Call now. Don't text. Call now, and we will select the 10th caller as our winner. Nice. Not good stuff, huh? Indeed. So there's a story in Chesterfield that I found very unique. Now, there's nothing unique about people stealing things, uh, retail theft in particular. Uh, And then they fence it, you know, at like a pawn shop or sell it to somebody. But this particular case, there were people that were stealing electronics and other stuff and had an actual registered business in the in the state of Missouri with a license and everything, and all they sold was stolen property. Wow. I mean, that's, that's gutsy, to say the least. It really is. They have a store to sell their stolen goods. Well, I'm glad they were caught. They're charged with felony receiving stolen property. And I guess there's probably... They were just about to start with John Carney Lives next week. Yeah. It was going to be one of my clients. So felony receiving stolen property, and I imagine there's also a stealing uh, or selling stolen property as another charge. I don't know. I've never heard of anything like that before. I've always moved my electronics to, you know, to another person or something underground, Craigslist, something like that. Not a retail store. No. Uh, conversation. We got a winner. We have a winner. Uh, thank you for all of the texts and congratulations to Bob, who is our winner today. Bob. Bob, the caller. Give his last name. Yeah. Yeah. Good day for Bob. Congratulations. Way to go, Bob Aroni. He was very excited. There's a debate floating around the Carney household right now about the boys, which is what most of the debates are in our house. And I've mentioned this before. They both play basketball. But one of them, the younger one, the bigger one, wants to play football. And mom's blocking it at every turn, talking about the danger and this and that. Um, But I think with all the pads. And And, and the technology with the helmet and the way they tackle now. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's risk-free because it's certainly not. Sure, It's a personal decision, but... It's more likely he would hurt someone. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. I've seen your youngest son, and I would be more worried about the opponents than I would him. California having the same debate and making a pretty strong stance. Uh, They're debating in the state house whether or not to ban ban tackle football for kids under 12. How hard are they going to hit each other? I mean, I don't know. All three of my kids played from a young age, and I just, oh, I, you know, you you cringe when you watch. Sometimes you're screaming, yelling, and go, yay, and it's fun. But a lot of the times when they're the ones being tackled and you hear the crunch of the helmets and the pads and all of that, you just, back up and say your prayers because, you know, a lot can happen. Well, with hockey, same thing. they're going really fast. So my son, Jack, who now lives here in St. Louis, and he's a grown man, grown adult, 
I can't say that at an airport. That's what my dad used to say. Um, <laughs> but he got a concussion playing baseball because they were practicing indoors in the winter. And so you never know when something like that can happen. Kids playing soccer get injured all the time, too. I mean, I don't. I hate that football gets such a bad rap and mm-hmm. you know but I but I also understand your wife's concern. And basketball has brought down both of my boys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. With a torn ACL and some knee stuff. So I I don't know why football is the big taboo and apparently California thinks so. I mean certainly you can get injured doing anything. You can get injured walking to your car right now, but I, I wonder have. if the stati- I know. I wonder if the statistics are that Football for children under the age of 12 is more violent and can actually hurt them more. I, 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 I think it's know, more about the I'm, brain, right? Brain injuries. And so, again, you, yes, you can be injured doing anything. You can go, go to the grocery store and get injured, sure. But, but I wonder if they're looking at this because the numbers are backing up that this violent sport might not be good. Would you let your son play? That is that is interesting. I I think I'd have to have a long conversation with him about it about the risk because you look at people like Kurt Warner who have said that no, I wouldn't let my son play. You know, and that was his livelihood. But his son does play. I think it would be a difficult thing. <laughs> Some of he us does. backpedal. I know. know. Yeah, it happens. I'm sure Keith Kachuk told his kid, "Don't play hockey." Both boys are in the NHL. Yeah, and they, they do. And that's anyway. a rough thing. And I mean, my you dad told your... me not to get in radio, and here I am. So. Well, yeah, my dad didn't answer the phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, if the amendments pass, twenty twenty six, it'll be illegal to play tackle football. Now that's a little much if you're under twelve. Uh, but also, as that bill's being debated, apparently flag football is gaining popularity nationwide, especially for girls. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's an event that has been added to the summer games. I think they're having flag football in the Olympics. I recall hearing that somewhere. I think you're right. I'm sorry, what? I do believe you're right. And on the Michael's Bath text line, you know, they've got stuff to say. Uh, A ton of text just came in. Soccer, basketball, lacrosse, and hockey get just as many concussions. And I wonder if that's true. That's a that's an interesting comment, but I would love to see those studies because Carney's question of why is football being singled out, I feel like there's probably a good reason for that. I feel like it's probably, like you said, Julie, it's the, it's the concussions, it's CTE. I feel like football itself, uh, you know, the, the rules about uh, leading with the helmet, I mean, the helmets are indestructible now, which has actually been arguably bad for gameplay because it does make you feel like you're you can't get hurt back when there were no give back when they were leatherheads you weren't leading with your head you know so that's true i don't know if they still do these zenith helmets leatherhead a band name but we when my kids were little you got fitted by uh by somebody from the company and they each kid you to buy the helmet and it was you know not cheap Oh, I'm sure. But it, but you're sitting there going, okay, well, if it's to protect their brain, I mean, My you got me. Safety. I mean, yeah. you know, you're going to buy, you're not going to go get the, the discount version when it comes to their head, of all things. Any research I've seen points to the fact that tackle football causes brain damage in some form or another. Uh, and obviously, the more you play, the worse it's going to be. But... I don't know why football is the one sport where they say, nope, 
That's the one that's going to take your kid out. I mean, have you seen lacrosse where they whack yeah. each other over the head with the pool skimmer? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anything that, we can do, though, to make these sports safer for the adults and the kids. But don't take them. it away. But if that, again, I think that when you watch football, it's a very violent sport. Anything that the league can do to make it safer, and I think they try every year to make it a little bit safer. That's not a bad thing to protect people. You look of at course, the, yeah, you, to make it safer. Fine. Are, yeah, exactly. Um, on the text line, says that my son, um, let's see, get the best shut helmet, S-C-H-U-T-T, shut helmet, and let him play. All three of my boys played football with Julie's boys. Like hers, they loved it. A side note, one of them took a 98-mile-per-hour baseball off the face playing in college. Oh. 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 Ow. Ooh. Ooh. And Come. baseball concussions are awful. Somebody else, this is funny, from the 314 on the Michaels Bath text line. LOL, I once asked Orlando Pace what the best helmet to buy is, and he laughed and said, none. <laughs> and... uh Cutting to the quick, someone said, hey, this is why I play ping pong. <laughs> there you go. Well, give me that. Good call. So maybe maybe we'll go back and uh, debate this a little more, find an expert in head injuries and stuff, and see what the real statistics are as far as that being the most dangerous sport, because I think that is the public opinion, at least in my house, by one particular person. It is uh, 149. Conversation with the folks from Classic Air Care, I believe yesterday I chatted with Phil. And they've got some great deals happening right now that will save you hundreds and possibly thousands of dollars. And if you need tune-ups, they've got that. You need new equipment, they certainly can do that. All with great rebates. Uh, and signing up for their program where they'll remind you when it's time to do stuff and come out and do it. As opposed to you going, huh, I don't remember the last time I went into the attic or the basement, wherever it is. Um, they'll fix it for you. Take that off your list of things to do that's on the fridge. It is Classic Air Care. Find them online, ClassicAirCare.com. Johnny Landau Chevrolet. Chevy 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 I don't want to hear and the lovely uh, Kitty Harrison. We're going to be in your neck of the woods next Tuesday at Sugar Fire, so be forewarned. Yay! We will be there. Yes, I just drove by. They had a nice crowd out there, so that's exciting. I'm we sure, are so happy to have them in the neighborhood. I'm sure Tuesday the folks at Hendel's will be going, where's Londoff? <laughs> um, you got to yeah. spread the love, right? Yeah, yeah I, was there, I was there yesterday at Hendel's, oh, and then again today. Ooh. And uh, my uh, the second mayor, of course, is Mark Goldstein. Our first mayor, of course, is Tim Lowry, but... Mark Goldstein with Goldmark Enterprises and the uh, co-owner of uh, Hen- Henke's. He-, he asked me yesterday, where, where where have you been? I haven't seen you in Henke's. I'm like, uh, well, you know, so I got to go there one of these days. And Cugino's, I go everywhere. I mean, Henke's yeah. is fun, uh, too. We've done a live broadcast from Yes, we did. That's right where we did the... Uh... Uh, like the race, the, the marathon. Yes, you did yeah. do the big race for the Valley of the Flowers. Are you yeah. doing that again this year? Uh, I don't know. I might have to train. 
Um, <laughs> I, have I have the tiger, Carney. I have the tiger. I, and I don't want to be uh, anywhere near Lowry when I do Reach it because he sprayed water in my face at the starting line. Which so, you me. know, as far as a race, it's it's a race right now for consumers to come into Johnny Londoff, Chevrolet and Johnny Londoff Autoplex for the great deals. They're everywhere, starting at Londoff.com. But we have our used cars are priced. We've got about 150 pre-owned vehicles in Florida and about uh, maybe 100 in uh, St. Peter's. That's 250 pre-owned vehicles between both locations, all really priced extremely low. Want to name Only a couple? Low. Um, and, uh, and, uh, great, great deals on, uh, on, uh, on everything. I don't know what you asked. Like, I said, do you want to name a couple? Don't tease them like that. What like, kind of cars? <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, great deals on, uh, first of all, on new vehicles, Silverado, Stoward, Blazers, Equinox, priced to sell, uh, in, uh, and uh, pre-owned vehicles over a thousand dollars for Conquest available and, uh, 7,500 tax credit on the, uh, EV Bolt with a BBOLT. We had five. We're down to two. So you get that $7,500 rebate up front as opposed to trying to ap- apply for a $7,500 tax credit. Makes it so much easier. Trailblazers, oh my God, uh, $1,000. We've never d- discounted Trailblazers. But we're suddenly getting a, a lot of inventory, which is great. Well, John, there's a transport truck right back there on the back lot. I see it unloading right now. So we're getting more inventory. Give us the play-by-play. I'm telling you right now, I just turned back and thought, is it a truck? It is. There it is. Yeah, Julie, your brother's got nothing on Kitty and I. Yeah, that's, uh, let's hear it, folks. I don't want you to tell him that. You know, I, you know, I know he's pretty doggone good, but uh, I can tell you this much. Uh, you know, $2,000 off select Tahoe's. We haven't had Tahoe's in forever, but we're selling them left and right. It's so exciting. And how about up to $10,000 off Silverados? Wow. $6,000 off Blazers? $4,500 off Equinoxes? I mean, these prices are going back. We're we're getting back in it, baby. It's all about the incentives. So come in and shop with us. A lot of people are. The sun's shining, the parking lot. You have to fight for a parking space sometimes because we have so many people coming in just to look at the inventory. We love it. It's amazing. The sun comes out, and here come the buyers. And everyone's so happy. It makes today. a difference, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, I can't remember the last. It's sunny out. Because yesterday knocked the wind right out of our sails. Yuck. I want winter to be over, please. Yeah. I know yeah. you guys like snow. Mm, we no, mean not so nobody much. Likes but speaking of cars, oh, speaking of cars in the winter months, obviously this affects tire pressure, which I found out. And you can winterize your vehicle with the technicians at Johnny Lundoff. They'll do a battery inspection. Um, they'll help you pack an emergency kit. You've got oil change packages available. A pothole special, which I've never heard of. But certainly we got plenty of potholes. That messes up your wheel alignment, and you can yes, fix it. Yes, it does. You can fix and it. And I'm going to tell you, more potholes to come with this weather changing so much. Yeah. So you want to get that car ready because nothing worse than having your car completely knocked out of alignment when you hit one of those. We all try to avoid them. In 2024, really... little, little... John, tried, John, John, you tried to avoid one... Uh... Was that almost three years ago? Yeah, when I ended up on yeah. the uh, side of the highway. 
And uh, Jimmy Sappho's uh, son, son, Brian, came to your rescue. Yeah, picked us up on the side of the now highway. that's customer service at its best. Yeah. Yeah, we love that. And, and not just if your name, you know, John Garnier or Julie Buck. Uh, we do that for everybody, okay? Are we perfect? No, nobody is. And with these vehicles today, we don't call them mechanics. No, 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 no. We call them technicians slash engineers, okay? And uh, we're super busy at both locations, but always available to get uh, to get your vehicle in. And if you have a situation where obviously we all need them, and if it's not running, um, you know, We'll, we'll try to move it up, but uh, yeah, we got a great crew of uh, of techs, and uh, we've hired a couple uh, here in the past few months in Florissant, and I think uh, we have uh, four top techs in uh, St. Peter. So services, uh, you know, we, anyone can sell you a car. Are you all are you all caught up on your tax? Because I know for a while the big push was getting more people to come work for you. We're in good shape. But, right. but if there's a, a, a five-star technician out there, ASC certified, and he's at a, a dealership that he's just not happy with, we'll be more than happy between Billy Lee, our service manager, myself, uh, uh, Sam Lunoff. We'd be more than happy to talk to you. You and, uh, are the best, both oh, of you. Thank, thank you all. Well, Kitty more so than me. <laughs> yeah, I favorite. would agree. I'm not going to play her, favorites. And her little sister, Mimi, just adorable. Oh, it's so cute. If you're listening now, Mimi, that's the heart, of course. But, uh, you know, we're open late tonight at both locations. Late, late, late. Um, So. uh, And 24-7 at Londoff.com and LondoffAutoplex.com. Don't forget that. You can shop online, do everything from the comfort of your couch if you don't feel like coming out. We can take care of everything. What she says. Are you kidding me? Uh, All right, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday. We'll see you Tuesday. I can't wait. Barbecue. Yum. All right. Well, we miss you already, but thank you so much for uh, all you do for us and, and just keep keep it on. And by the way, that Elevator song was so hard today. I, I like, it wasn't like impossible. I didn't get it. I had no idea what it was, and I like when you said it sounded like somebody had dropped um, a music box it's, on the ground. That's exactly it what it sounded like. Who came up with that, Max? Did Max come up with no, that? Julie no, Julie said that. No, Spanky, Spanky from uh, Broken Jukebox. <laughs> Good old spanking. We got to go play Bye, adults see again. You Bye, guys. Bye. See you Tuesday. We'll do lunch. Ciao. Yeah, it's funny. A year and a half ago, when we were talking to Johnny every week, it was, you know, we only have four of these. We're hoping a truck's going to come yeah. sometime soon. We don't know. Those chips that aren't coming into the U.S., very different situation now. So. That benefits you. We get super busy in the 2 o'clock hour. A couple of ABC correspondents, including Mike Dubusky, who's in Vegas, Las Vegas, at the show. Royal Oaks, too, talks about Hunter's brief appearance in court. We got to pause. We'll be back. It is 2 o'clock in the middle of America. Um, This is uh, really kind of terrifying, but a few months ago, Kanye West got into a fight for somebody that came up and said, Hey, Mr. West, Mr. West, can I have your autograph? And Kanye just started beating the heck out of the guy. So Kanye West is now being sued 
for allegedly punching and disfiguring an autograph seeker. I just don't want you to get sued, Julie. That's right. They're seeking an unspecified amount or punched. for damages to cover the medical bills due to his alleged disfigurement, lost earnings, and mental pain and suffering. Alleged disfigurement or too morbid for a band name? Too morbid. Right. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, what else do I have? I, I you know, this dating show, I, I don't know, our world has gone into the weird zone here. There's a trailer that dropped yesterday for Peacock's Couple to Thruple, a new dating show. Yeah, can you believe it? Where couples decide whether or not to add a third member to their relationship. Yeah. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Um, it hits Peacock on February 8th. And I bet a ton of people, at least three, will tune in. Yeah, I mean, do you think people, I don't <laughs> I, I don't know. The first time I ever heard about that concept was on Vanderpump Rules, and I, not surprisingly, I don't know. Um, so Vicki Gunvalson, the OG of the OC, and Tamara Judge officially are enemies. They were the best of friends. They went back and forth a little bit, but now it's over, and Vicki apparently not signing on for the new season, Ugh. not because she didn't want to. I'm she out. did. She just didn't want to be cast in the friend's role. 42 years ago today, Paul Lind mysteriously drowned in his swimming pool. That's my impression. That's the live audio. Allegedly under the influence of alcohol or suffered a heart attack. He was only 55. You knew him as Uncle Arthur on Bewitched and most famously from the center square of Hollywood Squares. Indeed. Forty years ago, the very first Wendy's Where's the Beef commercial aired. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. It's amazing. She became so famous. So she famous. Did. So famous. She did. And don't you have a personal Clara Peller story that was her name? I do not. You don't? No. Oh, I thought you would have had her on the show. Yeah, Maybe she left you something in her will. I could have sworn that you've you've told us a Clara Peller story. I lie to you guys all I, the time. No, didn't, she, didn't she come into the Spanish station and like hang out with him for three days? I thought so. She wouldn't leave. Uh, yeah. yeah. We dated briefly. They made out. I think that was the yeah, story. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Sean Colvin is 68 today. One of my all-time favorite performers. Also, Pat Benatar is 71. George Foreman is 75. Donald Fagan from Steely Dan is 76. Rod Stewart is 79. Wow. And a lot of music yeah. uh, mavens that you will uh, have birthdays today. The Price is Right at Night is on this evening at 7 o'clock on Studios. And the season premiere of Prison Brides. You'll have to let your wife know because this is <laughs> kind of something that would be right up her She's alley. She's already got the love after lockup thing going. Right. So this will be something she'll watch 8.30 tonight on Lifetime. Has she gotten into the Gypsy Rose stuff yet? Deep. Deep in. Have you? Oh, he has. He's just embarrassed. I started watching the documentary last night. Yep. Pretty interesting and wacky and wild stuff. Let's go. I like her now. Gypsy Rose? Yeah. Have you seen the video where after they stabbed the mom... In cold blood, and then they just are like, 
hanging out in a hotel room, ordering pizza no, and I'm brownies, not, and I'm then getting on the bus. I'm not that for you. It kind of it takes you on an emotional roller coaster because kind of yeah. you're like, I kind of like, her. and then you're like, oh no, there she is, right after her mom stabbed yeah. to death multiple times, laying. Well, considering in her. what she went through, I mean, I don't know if I would have any sanity. Well, you know? of course, but if you said that for every person that's in prison, what kind of horrific things they may have gone through in their lives, we'd probably have to let everybody out early. Probably just anger issues. Uh, pardon me, though, but I have some news to okay, pass Okay, let's along. hear it. Gary Smith, who hopefully will get on the show, has played the trumpet around the world alongside world-class musicians. And under the direction of world-renowned conductors for decades, he lives in, out in Glendale. Uh, now, apparently, his only stage is a slab of concrete that is the por- on the, the porch of his Glendale home. So, once a year, comes out of his house and puts on a show on his porch for New Year's Eve. Uh, that's his New Year's Eve tradition. Several neighbors celebrate the new year by yelling, shut up! Mm. We're, uh, we're hoping to get Gary on the show. He's got I'm thinking that really sounds like a carny show guest. Life. Kamala Harris, VP, her aircraft had to be forced to divert to a Washington area airport. After encountering stormy weather... As she returned from a trip to Georgia, Air Force Two diverted from Joint Air Force Base Andrew uh, Andrews to Dulles due to inclement weather. The plane encountered high winds, and it blew out some of her candles, uh, which is only funny if you were listening yesterday. Uh, New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers denying that he implied Jimmy Kimmel was a pedophile. Condemned those who do, but he's still sort of apologizing for his role in escalating the feud. His return to the ESPN show on Tuesday for his weekly appearance addressed the comments that he made, um, that he had suggested Kimmel might appear on a list. Any type of name calling is ridiculous, and I'm not calling him a pedophile, and neither should you. And Rogers also took the opportunity to remind people to get their livestock medicine shot of it. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Ivermectin? I'm just trying to stay out of it between those two crazy kids. Barbie dominated the box office last summer, and Barbie dolls off screen following in her footsteps. Next stop. Studio boardroom or the red carpet. Mattel is focusing on women in the film industry. The 2024 lineup includes a studio executive. Cool. A director, a cinematographer, and of course, a movie star. The set of four sells for $49.99. The career theme coming up. For next year, they plan to have a Women in Radio series. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear what comes in this one. But it's put off because they're having trouble making some of the accessories, like little bowls of ramen, uh, which is pretty much what They can't afford to make, it turns out, because they gave all the money to the men. No, nah, we don't have it either. <laughs> you can check. 
Finally, St. Louis Business Journal says Energizer Holdings is moving their headquarters to Clayton. And they'll leave their current setup in town and country. The new building is less than half the size of their current location. Energizer, of course, a manufacturer of batteries and car care products and has more than 5,000 employees. Before town and country, they were downtown. And now they're going to Clayton. Man, they just keep going and going Going and going and going and I'm going. Carney Show, welcome back. Things are happening out in Sin City, other than sinning. The Consumer Electronics Show happening in Vegas. Kicked off yesterday, runs through tomorrow. uh, And despite my pleas to send me, the boss again went, no, I don't think sending you to Vegas is a good plan. Uh, Mike Tabosky, though, uh, in better... um, Stead with his employers, ABC shooting him out there to cover it. So, how you doing, Mike? And how crazy are things? Doing well, John. And yeah, it's a slew of announcements from tech companies around the world. CES is kind of how the tech world kicks off every new year. It usually happens around this time in Las Vegas, uh, and it's a place for car, uh, for companies uh, that are both tech companies, like you know Samsung, LG, and companies that are more adjacent to tech a lot of like car companies i even victrola is at ces this year if you can believe it uh to come to come together and sort of show off their latest wares both consumer facing stuff and also things that are a little bit more concepty prototypes kind of the vision of where each of these companies think that their particular sliver of the market is going to go in the future you could always count on something to do with the tv it's curved, it's wider, it's 3D, it's whatever. And I was reading in one of the uh, initial stories about what they got going out there, a 97-inch TV. We've oh, yeah. now gone beyond <laughs> ridiculous. Crazy. Ridiculous. If not more so. There are a couple of TVs that uh, are, are even bigger than 97-inch, bigger than 100-inch TVs. Uh, it's really getting pretty ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. What we found in the TV market over the past few years is that sort of the average person goes for, like, a 65-inch TV, but we're seeing more and more people bump up to a 75-inch TV or something in that range. So I think a lot of that is motivated by the fact that TVs are both really good and coming down in price in large part. Yeah. It's not very expensive to get a pretty nice TV motivated a lot by advancements in uh, you know micro LED technology and if you want to bump up to a nicer technology the OLED uh, is very popular now um, and and coming down somewhat in price um, one TV guys that stuck out to me that I think is worth shouting out at CES is the LG OLED signature T and the T in this TV stands for transparent you can see right through this TV you can watch your movies and TV shows 
but you can also see whatever you put behind this TV, whether it's a wall or another room or a bunch of cords or Why? whatever the you studs have. that are holding your really, house up. I think it's a really cool idea. I'm thinking about my living room and my giant television. If that was see-through throughout the day, you can put some art behind it or something whenever you don't have it on. I think it's a wonderful idea. I think you get at exactly what LG is kind of uh, trying to do here. We've seen this happen in the TV space broadly. Samsung will sell you a TV that has a sort of matte finish to it when it's off. It's called the frame, and you're supposed to display art when it's off. It yeah, my friend Jen time. has that in her house, and it is, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's it's this part of this trend where like tech is moving away from the tech aesthetic. These TVs don't really look like pieces of technology anymore. They're more supposed to blend in with the furnishings in your home. It's an interesting idea. LG obviously trying to get in on that a little bit with this transparent TV, um, but you are going to pay for it. We spent a little bit of time talking about how TVs are coming down in price. This one, uh, it's going to be a pretty penny, I think it's safe to assume. A few years ago, uh, LG showed off a rollable TV for $100,000. Yeah, we have oh, two of sure. them. That expensive. Yeah. But it's still going to be pretty expensive. I think it's okay. safe to say, though. They do. They say they're going to put it on sale before the end of the year. They every year you go and you look through everything, and there's like something that's the most outrageous thing that you think is super interesting and cool, but you know it's never going to make it to the market, or it's going right. to be and a that's part of what CES is for, right? I mean, it used to be called the Consumer Electronics Show, but the organizers of this event actually say it's just. CES now. You're just supposed to call it by the acronym. And I think that's uh, kind of ironic and kind of telling, right? Because it used to be consumer-facing devices. Now it's a lot of flights of fancy. It's a lot of prototypes, and it's a lot of just uh, experiments, right? It's, they're trying, these companies are trying to figure out what the public is going to respond to. Are people really into transparent TVs, or is it just going to be a flash in the pan? Uh, one of many examples at CES this year. Well, they could certainly find out 130,000 people expected, and last year was the first year they went back to a live thing instead of virtual uh, I was checking out some of the other unique things, and being a pet guardian myself, I was interested to see the technology that they are putting forth that allows your dog to talk to you. <laughs> yes, that is uh, you know another one of the applications of artificial intelligence that we're seeing. Uh, AI, a big theme here at yeah. CES this year. Uh, no surprise given how much we've talked about it in the last year or so. But, yeah, that's one application uh, kind of allowing your dog to communicate with you, um, perhaps maybe on the more flight of fancy side than it is the, uh, the real product side. Another uh, sort of pet-focused tech product that I had my eye on is known as the Flappy AI Cat Door. And this is a cat door for a, an outdoor cat that is designed to use artificial intelligence and a series of sensors and cameras to stop your cat from getting in your home if it has a dead animal in its mouth. Um, so, you know, who knew that we would be talking about AI's application in cat door technology? Yeah. Max, does that interest you at all? I've... No, I wouldn't have an, an outdoor cat. It's not, okay. it's not safe for the animal. What if he had a pizza? <laughs> then you might go for it, right? I think of such things. Now, believe it or not, I don't I don't wear makeup, but I found something very interesting from that world from a recognizable name, certainly Neutrogena. And what they've done is with 3D printers and AI, 
They do digital assessments of your skin with a selfie and other tests. And then on the spot, they will mix you a special formula with different vitamins in it and things for your skin. I think that's putting technology to good use. Yeah, I, I actually believe that was at last year's CES as well. But, yeah, they're using uh, 3D printers to create uh, all sorts of things, everything from uh, supplements to, to gummies. Um, although I will say if you look at gummies. these things, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, in the sort of like supplement world, right? Oh, Not, all uh, right. You know, uh, uh, you, you know, perhaps one of the more relaxing uh, supplements, but I, I don't think that's where Neutrogena <laughs> is operating necessarily. Um, but yeah, they call it skin stacks. Uh, it's a kind of interesting product. But again, uh, you know, la- you know, just going back to you know the idea that CES, you got to kind of take everything with a grain of salt. Like we saw this first in 2023, uh, not a commonly used thing in 2024. Uh, now a year later, so uh, you know, it, it's part of the fun of CES is all the sort of weird stuff that you see. Uh, but I think uh, you know, in terms of consumer facing stuff, it's it's a you know a mixed bag. All right, Mike Dubusky, so CES appreciates your coverage, and you're allowed to take home one thing that you saw at the show. They'll be happy to give you one, even bring it to your car. What would it be? I'm sure. I'm going to take home, like, one of the $100,000 TVs or maybe an electric vehicle or, you know, yeah, let's let's go all out. Why not? Yeah. Go for the car. All right. You'll then get a tax deduction after they bill you for your free car. She's so smart. Oh, yeah. So uh, I like what you think. Dig deep, Mike. We're going to ring you back tomorrow. Thanks so much for the time. Cool. Bye. See you later. Bye. Pretty quiet for Las Vegas. It really didn't seem like he was up in the club. He's probably at home. My mom said to me yesterday, Carney now says the club. Yes, is that a problem? I know, but you do. You say the clerk. I do. I mm-hmm. say the clerk. All right. I say traffic. Let's go to the KTRS Traffic Center and have a look. A lot better today than it was yesterday, Captain Paul Kopsky. It sure is, Julie. No accidents to report this time. Just a few construction notes. Road work on the 70 East exit to Cave Springs and Truman Road has the right lane closed. Road work on the eastbound 70 exit to 367 is blocking the left lane. And utility work on the eastbound 70 exit to Natural Bridge has the left lane closed. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. Hey, Mo Capitan. Um, as you work your way out of the room, I'm not pushing you out, but sure. there's a pizza on the table over there. Oh, wow. So please, pizza to go. Help yourself. Are you a pizza guy? Yeah, I like what, pizza. What kind? Would you name a pizza, or you do you not want to? You mean like it? a particular brand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I live in St. Louis. You know. So, do you? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I commute. Um, I uh, I like emos. That's what I was going to guess. I All think right. I had you pegged as an emos Did guy. Did you really? Yeah. I no. like Cecil Whitaker's. Okay. okay. Thin. He likes thin pizza. Yeah. All right. So since you got him so figured out, Julie, what does he like on his pizza? Oh, that that I would have no idea. Uh, I don't know either. Oh, meat man. Mushroom, maybe? Actually, more like meat man. Meat man. So the one that's got the pepperoni, the bacon, the sausage, the Lipitor, the whole thing. (laughs) Lipitor. (laughs) You're the only one that laughs at that joke. Thank you. We've all heard it a few times. He's new. He'll get used to it, Paul. It just ages well, I think. Yeah, I know it does. Crunchy Lipitor tablets on your pizza? (laughs) I'm allergic, so I wouldn't do that. Do you do the frozen thing? 
Uh, yeah. Um, lately, I've been doing Red Baron French bread pizza. You're out of control. I know. <laughs> French bread pizza? Yeah. You tell him that every day about one subject or another. You're just like, well, you're out is. of control. It's like, well, okay. I need to simmer down now. French yes, bread. Simmer Max, down. are you hearing this? I've had French bread pizza. Too. Oh my uh, goodness! Stouffer's. Stouffer's. Yeah, Stouffer's has a French bread pizza that is extremely good. And of course, Josh Gilbert right now is probably losing his mind because Dog we're not town. talking about dog uh, pizza. Also, yeah. very good. And they're smart so people. They they really you know they utilize the endorsement of one Josh Gilbert. I have uh, had lots of Dogtown pizzas, but never a French bread pizza. Really, I, I remember that in yeah, the eighties. French 80s. bread pizza is very good. I'm having bad FOMO here. Oh, you have to go I tonight. It's really good stuff. Bad FOMO. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. What do you think of stuffed crust? Stuffed crust. I like it as long as it's really? stuffed with something good. I think that's just, too much goo. Yeah, yeah it's totally stuff. over the top. We're going to put a pizza inside the pizza, and the crust. I do like the advent of the little containers that have a garlic dipping sauce. For those wedges of crust that are left. Do we need yeah. more, that, though? That is maybe one of the greatest inventions since the car. Isn't that Papa oh. John's that does that? I I don't know. I think a couple do, but I think it's brilliant. I can't brilliant. tell when my wife's around, but it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. Brilliant. It is yeah. Bad breath. I, the three yeah, that's you, what I think of when they think of all the garlic. I'm like, ooh, hope the, you have some gum handy. The three are of you are judging me. I just feel it. I just, Max isn't even looking at me, and I can tell. I try not to. He's he judging me. He doesn't know you anymore. Do you not do the garlic <laughs> dipping sauce with the crust? No, it's wonderful. I just, it's okay. not. All right. It, it just seems so strange to talk about it. Like, hey, this is a brand new thing. It's been around. I've for... never done it. When I was in college, they would order pizza and order, this is so gross to me, ranch dressing, and oh, people yeah. would dip it that's, in the ranch. That's also very it's like good. That's like a quicker path to death no that that's really tasty too. my wife does ranch on jack-in-the-box tacos back when mm. she ate those when she was pregnant she was knocking back about 12 a week uh, oh, i'm sure she appreciates have brought that. that up no uh let me knock it back anyway go enjoy some pizza i'm sorry it's not french bread i'll fix it next might need time. to warm it no up problem. it's been yeah, sitting there have... since noon just have french bread for me next time thank you captain okay sure appreciate it thank you <laughs> so, Saturday, you'd think we'd planned that one for hours. Saturday, Straight Talk, I'm at Retirement's on the radio, and now that you're going to start to get your W-2s and get all your receipts in order and start visiting with your accountant and get your taxes together and find out how much is going to be stolen from you by the U.S. government, um, probably a good idea to get advice, and you can get some of that early on uh, right off the bat with a, a show we have called Straight Talk on Retirement. Jeff and Aaron Lapidus come together every Saturday, take your calls, take your texts, and give you sound advice to not only help you, but help avoid the pitfalls to save the money that, well, you put... I said, money! Thank you. Uh, save money that you put aside. You know, you don't want anybody taking that. You, that's why you put it aside. So uh, call the show, listen to the show, Usually 9 o'clock Saturday mornings. I don't think there's any preemptions this week. Uh, but uh, check KTRS.com to be sure. But it's a great show. It is Straight Talk on Retirement every Saturday on the Big 550 KTRS.
For Wednesday, uh, Julie making an interesting observation earlier. What? That after we do the show on Friday, we will not be back together again in the studio until Wednesday. Because there's a best of for Monday. Um, and on Tuesday, we're live at Sugar Fire. So we won't be back here until Wednesday. But... That'll be a good show out there, too, with protein. So, yay. Royal Oaks talks Hunter Biden in a little bit. I got to thank Wally. Folks at Walter Knoll, let's see, what time did this come? Got an email. Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Seven o'clock this morning from Walter Knoll Florist. And the subject line, Suzanne Circo Carney Anniversary. And I'm not going to say that was my initial reminder, but I, I would, it made me think again. So 16 years? 17. 17 years. On the, 20, wow. on the 20th. But they sent me a note to remind me. That's really nice. They've got your back. Yeah, they do. And it's a shop anniversary, and, and I plug on that. And it shows a ton of suggestions, including, because I guess I've done this in the past, you know, her favorite flower is, yeah. is the Gerber uh, Daisy. Gerber daisies. Even Se- I know that. Several of the choices are Gerber daisies. There's some rose things. There's rose and sunflower things. There's all kinds of beautiful arrangements. That left to my own devices, forget about it. I couldn't come up with any of those. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I I wouldn't kid you. This is serious. Um, Absolutely gorgeous things. Snapdragons. I didn't even know they're in season. I don't think they even grow here. But, uh, you know, he scours the earth to get everything. Orchids. Oh, I love orchids. Do you? Good to know. Here's a plant I can't even pronounce. Pumahana? Pumahana. Sounds like um, it comes from Hawaii. I am uh, I am going down a rabbit hole right now. I think I like this one the best. The Lots of Lobster Tail Gift Bucket. I think nothing says I love you than that. And this is terrific. Eight five-ounce Maine lobster tails, unsalted butter, uh, four seashellers, four steel seafood forks, four lobster bibs, and moist towelettes all served in a metal gift bucket. This started as a flower commercial. I know it did, and we've come a long way. But look at this picture. How could you not be distracted? Ooh, that looks really good. Yeah. Man. So, Wally, thank you for the reminder. And, of course, I'll be reaching out to you before the anniversary on the 20th. Appreciate it. That's the kind of care. That they spend on all of their clients. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing that. I, I, I talk more about what else I got planned, but I can't. Because she now uh, has an office and listens in there with earbuds sometimes. And 
I never know when she's lurking in the shadows. Wow, she's really going to appreciate that lurking in the shadows, he said. Well, how do you sugarcoat that? It's lurking in the sh- listening to the broadcast. There you go. Uh, enjoy hanging on her husband's every word. Now go. I'm yeah. just pushing it, I think. Um, I don't know much about Estonia, and I don't imagine any of you do either. Just nope. going out on a limb. Max? Estonia? You know anything of Estonia? Hmm. I don't believe I do. So there's a Russian opposition leader whose name, forget it, Dave, says officials at the Arctic prison colony where he's serving a 19-year term. First of all, Arctic prison colony sounds like the absolute place on worst place on earth to be. Everything about it sounds treacherous. Mm. So this is where he is, serving out his term. And here's where I get really perplexed. Officials have accused him of refusing to, quote, introduce himself in line with protocol. What does that even mean? Mm. And apparently it's something serious. Because if you're an Arctic prison colony, you're not, you're not tap dancing. So wow, that's weird. If anybody knows in the legal profession, what uh, introducing yourself in line with protocol means, I would enjoy the education because that would be a great conversation starter at the water cooler. It really would with or, Paul Kopsky. Yeah, or something my kids would say, Dad, you're full of facts, as they do. Uh, one more prison item, if I could. <laughs> Please, regale us. Gary Artman, and he was in the news briefly because he's in jail for murder and on his deathbed, because he, he had cancer and he was dying, he confessed to murdering a dozen people, huh. which they didn't know about over the course of 30 years. So, final requests were that he get, A, his own prison cell, and B, a ham sandwich with double meat from Subway. No. You just killed 12 people. You don't get, you've lost the right. Oh, not just. Yeah. That we know of. Over the course of 30 years. Where did that last meal request thing come from? It's a wonderful question. I don't know. You know, we just, a good martial brain. We don't need to, you know, reward. Oh, you're going out here. Let's reward you before we kill Apparently you. Apparently we do because everybody honors last meal requests. It's ridiculous. But a ham sandwich from Subway and his own cell. Hold it be, the pickles. Wouldn't it be funny if they said, okay, here's your sandwich. Bad news is you don't get your own cell. You're going to have to share a cell with Jared Vogel. <laughs> That would be God. That would be an irony. Yeah, sure you would, know? Carney. Yep. <laughs> We're full ironies here. Well, I am. Nobody else is talking. It's uh, two forty-seven. We're going to get to uh, Royal Oaks, right? That's right. He's calling he, in now. As a he's fact. the one. All right. Well, let's sell something real quick. Make some money. Come back and talk, Hunter Biden. Subway food serves them right. Get the tuna. See? <laughs> 
bunch of other things we'll get to, but I don't want to leave uh, Royal waiting. You know, I loved the circus growing up, and Ringling Brothers uh, build themselves at the time as the greatest show on earth. And I beg to differ recently, and I would say the greatest show on earth now is Capitol Hill. We had uh, Donald Trump there yesterday saying, I have blanket immunity. You can't punish me for anything. And then we have Hunter Biden showing up at, a, at an appearance with a panel that he wasn't even expected at. And then scurrying out quickly when Marjorie Taylor Greene began to speak. Wow. What a show, Royal Oaks. Yeah, it's amazing. Politics is uh, more exciting than it used to be. You know, it's kind of dull back in the Jerry Ford and the Jimmy Carter era. So, yeah, very emotional, very angry stuff. Uh, Hunter Biden unexpectedly showing up at the hearing. Uh, This is after, of course, he refused to appear before. And, you know, the inside baseball angle is that House committees have a right to say, well, we're either going to have a public hearing or sometimes we have closed door hearings. And it's kind of like a criminal deal where you don't want everybody to hear everybody else's story. You don't want them to tailor their testimony. So if you go back over over the years, many times Democrats or Republicans, depending on whose ox is being gored, will say, yeah, it's legitimate to have closed door. But Hunter and his lawyer, they're using the strategy of transparency and trying to reach out to the American public and say, what are they afraid of? Why don't the Republicans want me to testify in public? So that's why he's found in contempt, because he refused to testify behind closed doors, even though that's part of the rules. And now today, the Republicans running the show in the House committee, they they were proceeding with the hearing and boom, uh, up shows uh, Hunter Biden uh, and his lawyer. And he said very little to the press, but but he certainly made his presence known. I thought it was interesting when the reporter asked Hunter Biden on his way out of the Capitol, why were you taking a call from your father when you were meeting with business associates? And his response was, do you have a father? Do you take calls from him? And the reporter said, not in the middle of business. And he said, you're a very dangerous person. And you know the lawyers told Hunter, if we're going to do this, you got to just walk out and be silent and don't let the media get to you. But he didn't follow that. That's right. Uh, and so many people nowadays are ignoring the advice of lawyers to just clam up and let me do the speaking. Uh, you know, the other angle that Hunter Biden tried to use there was he tried to convey the idea, hey, uh, if, if somebody got a call from Joe Biden, you'd answer the phone, right? Because he's a big deal guy. Well, so what's wrong with having a big deal person involved? And, you know, Hunter made no bones about dropping his dad's name. You know, if you don't do what I want, then you're going to have to answer to the vice president or the former vice president. So clearly, you know, he's trading on his dad's influence and name. And yet, I think so far the Republicans are pretty frustrated because they really don't have that smoking gun piece of evidence that would show, aha, the big guy, Joe Biden, benefited financially from some illicit business dealings. He lied about his involvement in the business dealings with Hunter Biden. And that's essentially why the Republicans in Congress want to keep the engine going in terms of these various hearings, because to the extent, yeah, they launched an impeachment inquiry in mid-December, they know they don't really have the goods, and they know there's a huge backlash by the public if you insist on impeaching somebody and you didn't really bring the receipts. So what do you think brought about the change of heart? Do you think Dad called and said, look, you've caused enough trouble, Hunter. (laughs) Go to court. 
Yeah, you know, I, I kind of doubt that uh, that people high up on the White House were too involved in this. It may have been Abby Lowell. He's, you know, the super lawyer representing all the high-profile white-collar defendants. They probably figured, hey, let's just roll Hunter out, show he's not afraid to show his face. But the idea of actually just showing up, not to really speak, but just to watch. And, of course, that, of course, triggered folks uh, on the Republican side to go after him. Uh, Representative Nancy May said, you're the epitome of white privilege coming into this committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? And then Marjorie Taylor Greene started to talk. And Hunter, when he saw her talking, he just walked out on her. I, so would, she too. Called him I would do that, too. Yeah. But hang on yeah, here, yeah. people. There's yeah, there's more. Unpleasant. There's more happening here. There is also a Hunter Biden documentary produced by, wait for it, Hunter Biden that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Could this not have been just some sort of stunt to promote (laughs) this situation or is he getting enough press? Maybe they needed some B-roll to fill out uh, the otherwise (laughs) skinny documentary. That's weird. I had not heard that. Uh-huh. I guess maybe that, you know, you talk about the influence of the president. Maybe the folks in the White House have decided, yeah, we need to, to get him out there. And until and unless the Republicans actually do have the smoking gun, in, in a way, you know, Hunter Biden's situation can generate some sympathy among folks because, you know, everybody's got members of families who are in trouble. They're addicts. And, you know, for a president to, to love somebody sort of to a fault. That isn't necessarily a bad thing politically for Joe Biden. The bad thing would be if they're able to uncover some evidence that he really profited and he pocketed some money as a result of the whole, you know, under Biden having influence and the Burisma energy stuff in Ukraine, that kind of thing. I would venture to guess that that documentary and to quote the late Warren Zevon, who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it should be called Lawyers, Guns and Money. Yeah, there you I go. love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so is Hunter Biden going to show up on his his uh, tax charges where they say he missed about a million four in tax payments? That's in oh, you're LA. right. That's in L.A. Yeah, you're right. He's going to get some frequent flyer miles this month because you're right. He's <laughs> sure. going to fly out for a, an appearance in California. And as you know from from the, from the story that broke weeks ago, the the feds, the Biden's Department of Justice, alleges. That Hunter didn't pay 1.4 million in taxes for four years recently, what? even though Oops. during that time, even though that time he made seven million dollars in income and he spent several million on drugs and women. So what? That that this is you know this is 682 thousand dollars spent on quote various women as the indictment uh-huh. uh, cleanly put it. Uh, so yeah, he he's got trouble there. Plus the firearms charge in Delaware, then he's got to fly back to to Dover pretty ah. soon because it's alleged he broke the laws against drug users. He's catching up Where's to Trump. Hunter? Yeah, he's catching up to Donald Trump. They're all going to court. This is hilarious. And the door blows out in his airplane, then we'll really know he's yeah. Don't sit in the exit row, Hunter. My advice. I don't think he's flying on Alaska Airlines personally. Royal, thanks so much for the info. You bet. Take care. It is so funny. Every other political story involves a courtroom right now. Mm-hmm. You know? It's crazy. Crazy. And sad all at the same time. Yes, it is. We will celebrate. Celebrate. Tomorrow. We will celebrate the 60th anniversary of Provel Cheese. Sports with Brandon Weesey and the return of Marshall Brain. 
feeling better. He is red to go. Um, and then Friday, another big show. Monday, a best of broadcast. And then Tuesday, join us at Sugar Fire. And again, only a few ticks left for Carnival February 24th. Go to carnieskids.org to get them. How about a good night, Julie Buck? Good night, Julie Buck. And for Mr. Max, I'm John Carney. Thank you for listening. Be good to each other.